0: It's only two little letters, but for many, no is such a scary word, we hold ourselves back from saying it when we really should not do that. Especially when we are afraid, saying no means missing out on a big opportunity, an opportunity that would have catapulted us to success or that will never come again. Most of the time, that simply isn't true. More importantly, it's the saying yes to everything that holds us back from success, which is why we must commit to mastering the beautiful no. Hello, hello, friends and lovely subscribers. I am your host, Linda Lopek, also known around the world as Smart Start Coach. Welcome to Smart Start's mini-podcast, where I share binge-worthy business advice in seven minutes or less to help you dramatically improve your business results as you pursue independence through entrepreneurship. This is Business Genius, Episode 411, Mastering the Beautiful No. You're listening to Business Genius with host and Smart Start founder, Linda Lopek. Let's break it down. The first part of embracing the beautiful no is accepting that offers and opportunities presented to you are an indication you're on the right path. Not that you've arrived at the end of your entrepreneurial journey. If someone is choosing to ask you, it means you're doing something right. And that is one example of proof your hard work is paying off which means if you continue to do good work, opportunities will continue to find you and over time they'll evolve into better and better opportunities too. Many offers coming your way will be exciting for sure, but that doesn't automatically mean they'll be worth your time and that you should immediately say yes to them. So the second part involves realistically examining the offer or the opportunity to determine if it's a good fit for you right now. All offers must be evaluated in the context of the stage of life and business you are in at the moment. Priorities do change over time. In the early stages of your business, and if you are single and carefree, You can say yes to traveling most of the year for speaking engagements with few, if any, repercussions if that is what you love to do and want to grow your business. If you're in a later stage of life or have a family, being away from home for months on end is likely to be a lot less exciting for you and can have a negative impact on your health and personal relationships. In this stage, you might choose to be more selective about engagements, limit your travel and time away from home, and possibly will want to find other ways of promoting your business. So that's one example of how framing the opportunity in the context of your life can lead to different decisions. Which brings me to the third stage, having a systematic way of evaluating opportunities that come your way. So start by asking yourself if you're excited about this opportunity. If it's a hell yes, you have your answer. Anything that's not a hell yes is a hell no. Even your hell yeses require further questioning though. For example, if others are going to be involved in the opportunity, you'll want to determine if it's going to be a balanced or equal partnership. If all parties don't have an equal chance to benefit from the work, you'll need to renegotiate the deal until that's the case. If you can't get there for any reason, you'll then want to assess how much you're willing to give up to stay involved and whether or not doing so would have a negative effect on your life and happiness. Remember, every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. It's at this point in the evaluation that some hell yeses will become hell noes, and you need to know that before making a commitment to the opportunity. And don't forget to get the details you negotiate in writing. Many opportunities end badly because those involved assume they share a vision and are on the same page, but then end up on different ones. And there's nothing worse than saying yes to an offer and then having to say no later because the direction being headed into has taken an intolerable turn or promises are not being upheld. Still, Before saying yes to an opportunity, you must also consider it in light of all your other commitments and plans for your life and business. All yeses involve time and energy. Don't say yes to something if it compromises other critical plans you have for your business or doesn't leave you space in your schedule for rest and recovery. You're not a machine, and you cannot do your best work if you don't have time to breathe because you've booked yourself solid for 12 months. Managing your workload and personal commitments effectively is your own responsibility. Another fear we have around saying no to opportunities is all about the pushback we expect from from those making the ask. We tend to blow this up in our minds and then often We guilt ourselves into saying yes, when saying no would have been the right choice and perfectly acceptable. One way of dealing with this is to have a template for saying no that allows you to respond in a thoughtful, professional way. For example, you'll want to thank the asker for thinking of you, and in turning down the request, if it's appropriate, suggest an alternate person if you can. That would be helpful. Or if you want to say yes, but it has to be later in the year, explore that option further and see what can be arranged. Saying yes when you should have said no is a bad deal for all involved and leads to resentment. So be honest with yourself first, then honest with those who offer you opportunities. You'll both be much happier at the end of the day. When you are respectful of your time, health, and commitments, you'll discover mastering the beautiful no leads to even more opportunities, and you'll have the space needed to pursue your hell yeses. Until next time, this is Smart Start Coach Linda Lopek, here to help you grow your business genius and love your work, whatever it may be. Join us. I'd love to help you build your dream. Find more ways to unleash your business genius at smartstartcoach.com.